This week on True Me brings you Kevin and Diana. They don't have an agenda. They just want to talk about your biggest, baddest secret. Hey, what's up? You're back on True Me. Kevin and Diana joining you today, and we've got another guest in the studio this week. So it's super fun, David Chia. Hey, hey guys! Welcome to Trumi and welcome back to Malaysia. Thank you. I never really you. know if you're actually back in a country or not. Tell me about your life, please. Uh, so I've actually I grew up in Malaysia, but mm-hmm. I've been living outside of Malaysia. I lived in the U.S. in London, and now I'm currently based in Singapore. Uh, and I've been away for about eight years. So Fun-sies. I'm back now for a month before I start work in in August. Actually, back New in job. Singapore. Yeah, back in Singapore. What yes. do you do? Uh, I'm a management consultant. Shh. Yeah, well, you know what that means. Retro! <laughs> For sure. I think I met David a couple of years ago when we were, when I was doing my degree back in college, a couple of years ago, my ass, like a decade ago. <laughs> Did we meet on Grinder? Did no, we meet on Grinder? I feel like we met I on Grinder. I think Grindr. we met on Grinder. Yeah, oh, was we it met jacked? on Grinder and Taylor's. What? And then we had. Kenny Rogers at Subang Parade. <laughs> do you remember that? That was. Oh my. I remember that dinner. I do not remember having that meal. I remember going to your house. Okay, Diana we're, like, we're where gonna, is this going? We're, we're going to have a, a drinking session later and discuss like how but, you guys met. David, uh, uh, David is a very fascinating man because I, I he, he's on social media a lot and mm. I get to see his photos. I live dangerously, vicariously through him. So um, I, I, I sort of want to invite you onto the show because I want to know more about your dating life. Yeah, that's what I do to all of my exes, by the way. Okay. So please let me put you on the spot and uh, tell me about how you've been, who you've been dating in the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, so, well, it depends on how liberal you are with the definition of relationship. Okay. I've been, if you want to be really conservative, I've been in one relationship. But okay. if you want to be extremely liberal, I've been in 12 Okay. Honey, 12 relationships is nothing. What hey, liberal are you talking uh, about? Diana, Diana, Diana. Let's not like poison the minds okay, of fine. the people. Because it uh, turns out, even though like maybe for a lot of the people in uh, in, in modern society, tw- mm. having 12 partners by the time you're 30 is not exactly a big deal. But around the world, mm. uh, on average, everybody has six sexual partners in their entire life. Oh, yes. Uh. Yeah. Kayla? I found out about that yesterday. Six, ah, six. That does not make me normal anymore. Yeah, I feel like I've passed that threshold I, I'm, last I'm week. I'm not an so. average, uh, you no. know, you can't put me in a survey for that one for sure. No. But what are the kinds of guys you date normally? So, um, I think I've pretty much dated across the entire racial spectrum mm. from black to white mm-hmm. uh, and all the... Different colors in between. Young line, yeah, young line, line. The others. <laughs> okay. Uh, my longest relationship definitely has been in Malaysia, mm-hmm. and after which most of my relationship has been, I think, pretty transient, uh, kind of short-term, kind of quick moments of pleasure, and then. Okay. The season's over. Okay, so you, you've dated here and there, and you've dated a lot of different races. Yes. And yes. I, I would love to talk about that because Diana's dating. Um, oh, wait, Diana's engaged. Yeah, to, I'm engaged wow, to a to Caucasian a dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Caucasian. You can hear in my voice. <laughs> and so, so we, uh, Diana and I talk about this a lot, but I've never talked about this to you, mm-hmm. with you. So let's let's chat about that. How is it like dating someone who is, let's say, from uh, what's 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 your favorite race? Is that a right way to well, say it? What's your what's your most memorable dating experience with a very specific race a uh, person? What race was he? Yeah, um, I won't be naming any names, but he was black, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I think and that was the probably the most interesting 
uh, experience because we actually chatted on Grinder. Mm. Uh, this was back when I was at New Haven, uh, mm. back in college, and he was in college with me. And uh, I messaged him on Grinder, and we just basically started talking. And then after maybe about six or seven like blue uh, chats. Uh, he said to me, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't ask about my dick size. Oh. And that was kind of a a, a real moment for me, I think, because I, I asked him then, is it common that you get people asking you about such things? Um, and then after that, when we went out on a, on a date, he said to me that, you know, most of the first message that he gets involves and pertains his uh, endowment, his penile endowment. Yeah. Just and, like, hey, BBD, uh, have you got one? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that was that was that was a real moment for me, right? Because like in that moment, I started thinking: Do we have these like stereotypical <laughs> imaginations about people's like like? No, the thing like, is, all of us would imagine it, but do people actually ask each other how big their dicks are? I've never had that. Yeah, exactly, because we're Asian, right? We don't get asked that. We get asked about a whole bunch of other things, <laughs> well, maybe, right? Maybe uh, that's even, even, no. Obviously, no. In the most common social circumstances, it's not gonna be like, "Hi, Kevin, what is the size of your schlong?" I mean, it's not like that. Funny enough, I would love it when people ask me that, so I can like, here you go, surprise. But, um, you can take it either the good or the bad. <laughs> but um, the problem w- with that whole conversation is the the way your friend put it is that do people actually go up to a black guy and say, hey? Have you got a BBD? Can I can I take a look What's at it? What's a BBD? Shut up. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh okay, okay. Even yeah, our eighteen-year-old no, intern is sure, laughing. I wasn't enough. sure what the second B was. Ah. Uh, okay. Now you do. Yeah, know. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, just let's give me a rundown of all the people you've dated, like the racial profiles of them, and we'll go for a break, and you can explain more when we come back. Okay. So we've had um I, as an African American or just African? So he was African Hispanic mix. Oh uh, wow. and so then good. I've dated a Polish. A Polish? Uh, yeah, a Pole. Uh German. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've dated a Malay, uh mixed Pakistani, uh dated Chinese, Baranakan, mm-hmm. like me. Uh I've um Middle Eastern Turkish. Okay. But he's he's British. Um I've dated like Filipinos. Yeah, I, I I think I've dated across many. I'm gonna buy you a map for your birthday and put it like a pin heart shape. Every time he conquers a land, he'll put a pin on it. Yeah, and I it think, will be so filled with pin, it will become a cloth hanger. <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna go for a short break. When we come back later, we're gonna ask David a little bit more about his experience dating outside of his own race. Right here on Shrew Me with Kevin and Diana. You're back on True Me with Kevin and Deanna. We're with David and we're talking about do your... Dating outside of your own race. That's D-O-O-Y-O-R. We auditioned with this topic. Did you remember yeah, that? Yeah, we did. For the press conference of True Me, a nice kachang, we actually had that in, a, yeah. in an iPad and people were listening to it. It's quite funny. <laughs> but today we're literally talking about it uh, in, in a semi-professional manner with uh, David. He has dated across the... Gl- that the sounds like a slutty thing to say. No, he's dated, he's, he's dated in, 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 in a few continents, right? And uh, he's dated a few people. And your favorite one was the, uh, the, the black slash Hispanic person. Yeah. And do you think dating someone of a different race makes you uh, 
want to know more about them, or is it is it a curiosity, or is it just because because you've dated Asian people, so I can't say, oh, do you not like Chinese men? Yeah, no, I I think it's a little bit of a double edged uh, sword for me, right? Because on one hand, um, I date them because I see them as an individual and completely outside of of race in my attempt to be kind of post racial and kind of beyond the kind of the lens of race, uh, which is almost an illusion, right? We can never be post racial. I mean, every lens we see when I look at you, I yeah. can't unsee the fact that you're a Malaysian. Just right? see a giant Chinese penis. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's imagining it right now. Yes, on my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, bitch. Let's so, do it. Um, and I think it's 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 then almost impossible to kind of unsee them for who they are and they live through right I mean it's a whole entire lived experience for them right growing up black growing up Chinese in Malaysia I mean we all live we all live in different contexts and carry our race in different contexts and in some ways then I think to date someone and see them as being human is something I aspire to do yet I don't think it's always accomplished and that's where it becomes tricky where I have to see this person is doing something not because of his race but because I would have done something in a similar kind of situation. So I think that's something that I'm, that's a tension that I think I'm still trying to navigate in dating someone outside my own race, in trying not to be exoticized myself, for them to not see me as this person's dating me because I look oriental, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm some like chinoiserie that wants to be tucked away in some like Chinese cabinet. Yeah. In inside your pocket. Yeah, and, 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 and I think it, it is important to think about that. I mean, especially when dating white men, I think this is especially true. Because um, because of, I guess, the post-colonial complex that we all, especially in Malaysia, Singapore, most parts of Southeast Asia, except for Thailand, even in fact Thailand, mm-hmm. uh, have to live with uh, mm-hmm. that post-colonial com- complex in making sure that I'm not dating this person because this person is of a superior uh, race and therefore will elevate my status mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a being. And I think in order to accomplish that, there are a few things that I think I did myself personally, which involves like ensuring that I'm financially stable, ensuring that I am emotionally and kind of racially comfortable with myself. And I think that's the most important thing. It's like knowing that I am Malaysian Chinese and I'm very happy of being Malaysian Chinese. And there are certain things that I've learned being Malaysian Chinese and living in a country like Malaysia. Um, And kind of, I think knowing that and being confident with that and entering the relationship with something to add instead of just something to take away from this person's status Mm. being white or or similar uh, kind of superiority or similar superior looking race like Middle Eastern, I think, and whites tend to be parked together because they kind of originated from the Caucasus Mountains, which is what we call Caucasian today. Okay. Um, and I, I feel think, like I'm getting a history lesson. I know. Tell here. me about it. So I'm just like, shut the fuck tell up. Me more, <laughs> tell me more. Listen to his voice. <laughs> so I, I, th- I think for me, it's, uh, it's ensuring that you're loving yourself enough that you have the extra, I guess, love to share, mm-hmm. and entering that relationship with more to give than more to take and when you're able to reach that level of like giving Mm. um, and the metaphor I like to use is like two glasses that are self-loving that are loving themselves to have access to love and the relationship then becomes one that's a flood not a drought and I think when you have a flood relationship with more to give to society and the people around you I think that to me is the indication of successful relationship outside of race outside of class outside of whatever as long as two people have enough to give and share with the world whatever levels they're at however tall their glass is I think that's enough for me 
for well, a relationship. We just heard from Dr. David here. He's like, wow, that was actually really well said. I can totally relate to what you're saying because obviously that's the first thing you'd imagine if you were to travel around Southeast Asia and you see the stereotypical Asian going out with a Caucasian and they'll be like, oh, what's going on over there? And Do people look at you differently, Diana? Actually, yeah, they do. Yeah. But then, Even in, in KL? Yeah, well, in KL, yes. But the funnier part, it's the mm. other way around because in Thailand, they look at me even funnier because mm. he's mm. younger than I am. And you can tell that he's got a very young face. Mm. And most of the time when we travel in uh, to Thailand, we see... Um, you know, uh, Southeast Asian women or men who are really, really young going out with a lot older Caucasian Like an older guys. man, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, there's always that stigma, like a social stigma to this. People will be like, oh yeah, it's so typical or oh, you must be a specific kind of personality to like have that. Like a rice queen or, yeah. or, or a gold yeah, digger. Yeah. Now, before we wrap up the show, because mm. we have to, we're running mm. out of time, how do you deal with that, Diana? I'm going to ask you too, David, but how uh, do you deal well, with it? Well, normally it's just, you know, I really don't give a hoot. Um, stop caring about what other people think because again like what David said you are individuals after all you are you know you are if you are self-loving for yeah. yourself and you're just merely sharing your love for each other or with each other then you have just as much to give as yeah exactly else. he could be you know Malaysian he could be Chinese Indian whatever but for as long as you know, you actually have that you respect for each other and you like each other, then do it. Why not? What about you, David? Do you have anything, any parting words you want to give to confuse the <laughs> babies out there? Very, very young gay boys out there who are just like, oh, I'm not sure if I like Chinese guys or yeah. maybe I like Malay guys. I like Indian yeah. guys. How do you, how, what kind of, what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? Um, so for me, I think I went through a phase and I think most people do undergo that phase, that phase of insecurity and therefore needing to find ways to fulfill that insecurity. I went and, through that phase this and, morning. Yeah. And, oh, that's, that we need to talk after. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what I do with it, I tend to, um, I went through that phase and I think in that phase I basically dated mostly white men. I even had two sugar dads along the way to kind of grapple with that phase. Um, And I think it's not until a bit later when you begin to be self-sufficient and begin to be, I guess, emotionally ready for a relationship that is when you are able to have a serious enough conversation with your partner which I always do with all my exes regardless of their race even if they're black even if they're white uh even if they're chinese i talk to them about this um about how are we situated in the world what are we doing for the people around us and how can we make a difference because relationships essentially are political they're Mm. a debut right your your two people being in thailand is a political act i'm a Malaysian Malay lady with a younger white man, Mm. you know, and that is a political act. And I think it's important to know for me what my being with another partner is doing for the people around me. Why is that a political act? I'm sorry. Why is it a political act? Well, it's a political act because you're being seen. Uh-huh. And I think the, the the nature of being seen is political. Okay. Especially in today's day and age where we see people on social media making statements like, oh, okay, I'm very happy with my boyfriend. I mean, if you look at social media influencers, their boyfriends are often part of it or their girlfriends are often part of their influencing and I think there is a lot of politics in the I mean, I mean, politics here I guess is defined not it's more as, like social politics I guess it's more uh, it's not structured politics mm-hmm. as we think of but it's more power mm-hmm. there is a power dynamic our being in the space is exerts a certain kind of power interesting mm-hmm. and 
I like to have that conversation with my partner and I always have that conversation with my partner, even in terms of the way we call each other and to ask the question, am I being exoticized by you? Mm. Or, what does that mean? What does that word mean? Am I being seen as that feminine Asian white boy, or feminine Asian boy that you envision of me? Am mm. I that Miss Saigon <laughs> that you see in Sun and Moon? Am I that moon that <laughs> you And if the answer is yes, sign on the dotted line. <laughs> then it's best you break it off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, if you, if, you, if you have a self-esteem issue or if you're dating someone who only sees you as an object, you got to look into Absolutely. that. But uh, even though we've got so much more to talk about, thank mm. you so much for your time, David. You're welcome. Today. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think if we have a, a little bit more time, we might do another episode just for maybe another week talking about uh, coming out of the closet if you're if you're free we'd love for you to join us another time absolutely but if you are really really interested with what <laughs> David was talking about throughout the show you can get in touch with him on social media what is your handle on Instagram uh, David Chia JW Okay. That's D-A-V-I-D-C-H-I-A-J-W And you can also find Diana at Hey Diana You can talk to me, say hello to Mr. Kevin Chong We will see you again, we'll talk to you again next week Something that is a little bit darker Something something that is a little bit closer to home Right here on Shumi on Ice Kacang